When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Uh, hey, guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers, alongside my brothers Chris to my right, James to my left. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the Dallas Stars do fall in overtime tonight by a final score of 5-4 to four over the Colorado Avalanche. They hold a two-goal lead, 4-2, to two, and not able to hold on to it tonight. But there's lots of other things that we're going to need to get into uh, this evening, gentlemen. But just give you guys the floor right off the bat. What's your initial thoughts from this game tonight? Yeah, the Stars have played the Avalanche two times this year. In both of those games, we have had multi-goal leads. In both of those games, we ended up losing. I mean, that's that's rough when you're playing a team that you're really looking at, probably playing at some point in the playoffs, if you're really looking for it. Um, and the other thing is just the refs make their presence known again tonight. That late no-call and then call at the end of the second period is absolutely the turning point of that game. That second period was 100% stars the entire way. Perfect period by them. And to get a bogus no call and then a call that leads to a power play goal, which gives a little bit of hope to the avalanche, is just, it's criminal. It was an awful no call. It was an awful penalty call. It's its terrible. It's not good. I'm honestly super pissed off about it. Like, it it's, it's not just that they called the bad hooking call. Like, if the hooking call isn't there at all and we still lose, you know, whatever. The stars suck, you know, but like there there's they even up the calls and then the abs for the rest of the game proceed with their cross checking and slashing and hooking and tripping throughout the third period and get get we get nothing. Yeah. Every time there's a shot on goal from the point, at least one stars player got a cross check in the back every single time. And those weren't even the obvious ones. I mean, there was a two-hand slash on Marchment when the puck was gone. There's multiple. There was another cross check afterwards on Pavelski into the boards as well. There's a trip on Hints in like the final seconds of the game. Yeah, the fact that the power plays this game were even is insane. And that that that's the crazier thing I want to talk about before we get to talk about this game. We have not gotten more power plays than any of our opponents since the Christmas break. Not one. We have either been even or down. We are minus three since Christmas and penalties taken and drawn. For one of the highest offense offensive teams in the league. 
and and the second the second least penalized team in the league makes no sense okay normally it takes y'all like 20 seconds to just kind of summarize the game but it takes y'all two minutes so uh i think the way both of y'all reacted is the exact way we should react to this game the we should be very upset in the fact that the way this game was reft it was very poorly reft and again chris i agree with you that that change in momentum at the end of the second period it was the game changer for the dallas stars i, I mean it, it really was and we'll talk about the other game changer obviously but with the the refs tonight i just don't understand and, and this is a part of a bigger issue that's going around the nhl right now why don't you just call the rule book just i mean i understand that on every single play there's going to be some sort of infraction right there's going to be some sort of infraction for uh, at some even at a ticky tacky standpoint okay but there are so many missed calls not just in this game but on both sides and it maybe it was just because we are Dallas Stars fans but it really felt one-sided tonight it really 100% did and like you mentioned James there was three instances that you mentioned and i had two more that i can even think of off the top of my head that were were not called so and and it's it's you know it's even bad when razor before they tie up the game in the third period is talking about Josh Manson and the fact that both of those plays that he made, I think they were both cross checks were not called. That's not us. That is a, that is an NHL analyst of 30 plus years looking at that. And you can say what you want about, Oh, the stars broadcast. The stars have one of the most like neutral broadcasts in the NHL when it comes to regional broadcasts, in my opinion. I, I and mean, when you are saying that that is extremely frustrating. I think James points out the most important stat, though. I mean, we have a top ten offense, and we draw the second least penalties in the league. That's we're we're, we're fourth in goals for. <laughs> we are that's, fourth, and we have nothing. That's been true the entire season. The Stars have either been have either drawn the least penalties or bottom five. That's been true all season, and it hasn't changed. I remember early in the season we were talking about that. We were like, "Well, law of averages, it's going to even up eventually." It hasn't, and it doesn't make up. any sense. There's, we're right. seeing these penalties all over the place. Pavelski gets cross-checked three times a game in the slot when he doesn't have the puck even. And none of them are ever called. It really doesn't make sense to me. It, it, the cross-checks tonight were more frustrating because, like, the Manson cross-checks are not just, like, normal, just, oh, just whack him in the back. He whacks him in the back, dumps him into the boards on yeah. two different occasions, and neither one of those are called. And the first one was right before they get the power play to give him life. Yeah, while they're what, holding while they're holding the Donov stick to get the call. Yeah. That, that's a clutch play by the ref there. I mean, that's really it's super timely for the Avalanche. Okay, so obviously we should be frustrated with the officiating in tonight's game, but let's also talk about some of the some of the things the Stars could have done better. Um, they had a two goal lead in the third period, and they blew it. That the, and, refs, and refs didn't help there. Right. Okay. So that's the that's the other thing is that just sometimes when it comes to sports like this, you just have to beat the refs. That's just what you have to do. And the Stars could have done it. They could have killed off the penalty at the end of the second period. Foxa could have scored the empty net. But, again, we, talk, we talked about this last game. 
I don't know how frustrated I am yet, and maybe I'll be more frustrated later, but this really feels a lot like, in some ways, to the Montreal game, where it just we just couldn't get an extra bounce when we really needed it, and just everything seemed to bounce correctly for Colorado. I mean, what are the chances that a, a goal like this... Yeah, like like the especially the last one. The last Colorado goal goes up four to four. The guy literally is like doing like a ballerina move. Rantanen is in the slot. It happens to bounce off his skate and it goes straight into the net. So I, I I'm upset because I'm hacked off at the refs and the way that it was called. But at the same time, there are some unlucky bounces and there are some other things that we'll talk about here in a second. That's not the key to the game, though. I mean, yeah, sure, Colorado got three pretty garbagey goals, sure. But the Stars had so many chances to win this game. And that's the key to me more so than the Stars got unlucky. They were The Stars weren't clutch. They had so many, they had five different chances to win this game and couldn't do it. And the the most frustrating thing to me against the games against these top tier teams, like with Vegas and with Colorado for the second game in a row, it's the lack of the clutch gene. I mean, we, we see this team can make big plays at big moments. That stop by Wedgwood at the end of the third is a huge one. The, the, the game winning goals against the Predators. I mean, obviously that's insanely clutch. We can make big plays, but when we're playing big teams in the marquee games, for some reason, we just, we just can't do it. We just can't get out of it. That's a that's a lot of good words. That's true. I mean, we and good especially words, against. Uh, well, I mean, what I was thinking is especially against <laughs> really good teams, and this is twice now that the Stars have had a multi-goal lead against the Colorado Avalanche, and they're not able to put it away. So maybe clutch is the right word, uh, Chris. That is a very good uh, word to use. So we, we got to talk about obviously the biggest storyline coming out of tonight's game, though, and the fact that Miro collides into uh, Wedgwood trying to make a play and the way that that knee buckled, it looks like there's some sort of hyperextension and it, I'm not quite sure uh, what the status is on that yet. I don't know if the, even DeBoer knows about the status of that yet, but this could be a, th this could be a loss on two fronts from this game tonight. Yeah. Anytime there's any kind of problem with someone's knee, you, you better be terrified. Knees are scary. So one of the things I was curious to see, and I haven't gotten a chance to look at the stats yet, but the time on ice in the third period, I, I am very curious to know who took up a majority of the ice time. I have a hundred. Esselindell has 26 minutes time on ice. Thomas Harley has 2430 is both of their highest of the season. Okay. So it was most definitely. So that's what I, that's what I thought it would be. I thought it would be Lindell and then a little bit of Harley because Lindell, I mean, he, Pretty much is the number one guy right now, even though he's a defensive guy. Um, moving forward, th this is going to be a very, very scary situation for the Stars defense. Because what that means is not only do you lose your number one defenseman, but you have both Suter, Hanley, excuse me, and Nils Lundqvist all on the top six for the Dallas Stars. I mean, I, at the very least, he's going to miss next game. So are, are y'all worried? What should we see? Who, who needs to step up? What, what are y'all's thoughts after this uh, Miro injury? Yeah, the third period collapse tells you how scary it should be to you. I mean, we had a two-goal lead, and you could just tell it was going to be given up. 
I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that that game was going to end up tied at 4-4 at some point. And not having Miro Haskin in, that's the backbone of this team. Like, we're talking about all the heart and the, the skill of the team. Miro is the backbone. He's playing the most minutes. He's the reason our defense isn't terrible. And now he's gone. Now the defense is it, – it's not a decent defense. It's It's a bad defense now. And we should be scared. And we should pray that he's not out for too long. Yeah, agreed. James, I, I, with with how he went down, it's it's scary. But like, he stayed on the bench for a little bit, which gives me like a little hope that maybe it's just like he tweaked something and he eventually just thought, no, I'm not going to risk it. So yeah, it's not like, for sure that he's out. Yeah, there's little inklings of of hope there, and honestly, with how he went into Wedgwood, it couldn't have ended much better uh also if i'm gonna pick one to get hurt unfortunately at this point in time i'm gonna pick miro because because after wedgwood we have matt murray so there is a little bit of truth to that unfortunately so uh we will have uh to look and see if there's any update by the stars in the morning According to Ryan Bayer over here, our insider for us while we're doing this, no update on Miro per Pete DeBoer during his post-game remarks. So maybe we'll see something um, in the morning. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> a little bit of uh, a little bit of humor. Run fifty thousand tests. Agreed. Make sure that he is okay before even trying to put him back out there. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 5th. The Devils are against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks with a plus 310 and a New Jersey Devils team with a minus 395. The Hurricanes against the Capitals. The Hurricanes with a minus 166 and the Caps with a plus 140. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Um, this was a minor thing in tonight's game, but it's still interesting. So, Robertson. Robertson had a, a couple of chances in tonight's game, especially in the first period. I thought the Stars were the worst team in the first period compared to Colorado. I thought Colorado was the better team. But Colorado, uh, Robertson, excuse me, had a lot of chances in the first period. Now, in the second period, he was on the power play, and he got pulled off the power play. 
Duchesne got moved up to the top line, and then I, I'm not sure who who pulled in for Duchesne on the second unit. But uh, Ardell over here giving us some insight over here. I saw Pete, uh, Pete DeBoer, chewing Robertson for his coverage at the blue line on the power play. So maybe that was just a, a one-time-and-done kind of thing, and he'll, he'll be back on the power play in the next game. But what, what did you think about that and, and that whole situation tonight? I'll actually kind of jump on this. That I, I thought Robertson, he, I was going to take him as my biggest loser tonight, honestly. He he had so many great A chances in the slot, in tight, and he just missed the net on like three or four great A chances. Totally missed the net. Uh, he ends the night with only two shots on goal and a minus one. And I just, I didn't think he was good enough at all tonight. I mean, he this is the guy who's, this is supposed to be our superstar. And he's not even hitting the net on these great chances that his line mates are giving him. It, it can't happen. Honestly, I don't know if you see him back on that first unit because they were talking about it. Most of his points have come five on five in this last little stretch. And Duchesne on that top unit looked was great. pretty elite. <laughs> I mean, they almost scored twice with him on that unit. Yep. Duchesne did look really good on the uh, the power play tonight. I agree. And he was, I mean, he was single-handedly re- uh, responsible for the first Sagan goal. And then for Pavelski's goal on the power play there. So uh, hopefully we'll see him to continue it. And uh, we'll see from there if maybe Robertson gets back on the top unit or, you know, maybe with this whole uh, Miro being out thing, uh, maybe just to keep it some continuity together, losing a big guy like that, he'll he'll be thrown on the top unit. But I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think he's going to be pulled off that top unit and we'll, we'll see from there. Um. Anything else that uh, y'all noticed in tonight's game that y'all you would like to talk about? Like I said, everything. Yeah, I uh, don't want to keep talking about the rest because that's <laughs> like I can't stop yeah. thinking about it. It's I not could, even the only but... reason, but I can't stop thinking about it's it. It's the most frustrating reason for sure, though. <laughs> uh, we already talked about that. Fox said can't hit the empty net, although it was. It was literally just a stick by uh, Makar, so that's uh, unfortunate there. Um, let's see. Not really anything else that I can think of, uh, other than the fact that I, mean, I guess we could mention that Sagan gets a two-goal game again. He was great. But he was that great. Whole he... Second line was fantastic again tonight. They looked amazing. They're the first line. Yeah, and for a lot of the time, they were playing against Colorado's first line, and I thought they looked great doing that as well. Uh, James, I, I, I actually that now I'm glad you mentioned something like that. Uh, Johnston, Johnston, I know that we were talking about Robo missing the net, but Johnston had about two or three that. chances that he probably should have hit. Yeah, yeah he whiffed hard. And, and one one of those particularly, like the defenseman gets across and stops him too. But yeah, he did miss a lot of chances tonight too, which is frustrating to see from someone who just got off of his 16 game goal skid it's not going to go in if you don't hit the net i'd rather hit the center of the goalie's chest than miss as badly as he did Mm -hmm. and i know that we were missing a lot of shots as well but i really felt that the i mean color i really felt like colorado should have been up going into the first intermission based off of the amount of grade a chances they had in the first in the first period and them not hitting the net so that's the, I don't, I don't know. 
That was only it, due it, to their it, power plays, though. I feel like in the first the first period, five on five, we looked pretty good. The, the power plays is what kind of gave Colorado the edge there. Thank you, refs, for calling uh, penalties on us that were dumb and not calling penalties on the Avalanche that should have been called. Okay, uh, one last thing, and we'll and we'll wrap it up. Uh, Wedgwood, what did y'all think of his game here tonight? He was good. He's so like spastic, though, is my problem. Like he'll make the save, and then on that last goal is a great example. He makes the save, can't hold on to the rebound like Wedgwood does, and he like just dives back in the net. Like it's a valiant effort. I love the enthusiasm, but the consistent and like like stoic nature that Otter brings in those types of situations. He's able to make those saves, and if he doesn't hold on to the puck, he's able to scramble back into the net instead of trying to dive back the way Wedgie did. It's just, it's obviously a different, it's a different caliber of goaltender. He's playing great for what we need him to do. He's being asked to be put in a starting role. He's not a starting goaltender. He's doing very good. I just miss it. It's, <laughs> it, it's frustrating the past two games because you look at the games and both you're thinking, if you just get one more, one more, then you win the game. Like, it, it's tough, 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 tough. And especially, it, it's it's a little more frustrating just because of, how bad he played against Montreal, I think. Montreal landed at 18 shots. This game's a little bit more understandable. It's a strong team who was crashing the net most of the night. And he had some and, big saves tonight. Too, yeah, and, and he did have huge saves as well. The, particularly the first one in overtime was really big. I thought, I, I knew he was going to have to make a save with McKinnon, McCarr, and Nichushkin out there. Like, they're not going to give up the puck. He's going to have to stop it somehow. And he made it, and I thought at that point we had it, but yeah, it's not meant yeah. to be. I think Wedgwood is doing exactly what we needed to do. He is definitely not the problem in any of this. He's doing well. I just Otter will do better, <laughs> so I just want Otter to come back. Do we see Matt Murray in the next couple of games? No. Or do, do y'all no. think Otter is close enough that they're just not going to mess with him? Even if Otter wasn't close enough, we would not be seeing Matt Murray. Matt Murray is there for emergency purposes. He's only. there because the rules say we need a second goalie. <laughs> and not an e-bug, right? Yep. Okay. So basically what I am kind of lapping this up to is just frustration with the officiating in tonight's game and just a, a couple of unlucky bounces and just Dallas's inability to close out multi-goal leads again this is another game where they uh they score they even score first again maybe we maybe that's the key we just need to let the other team score first and maybe we can actually win the game i don't know but uh that's what i'm talking it up to there's frustrations and also understanding in this game tonight as to why the outcome was the way it is so anyways let's end with our biggest winner biggest loser who y'all got all right give my biggest losers robo Okay, James. Um, biggest loser, I'll give to Johnston for missing a couple open nets as well. I'm gonna give mine to uh, to Robo as well. He did not look very good tonight, and I know I mentioned the fact that he had a couple of good opportunities in the first period. the The one that really kind of irritates me the most was in overtime, and he had an opportunity to get a shot off and didn't take the shot. And I understand his thought process, but at the same time, you're Jason Robertson. Take the shot. So 
that's that was a frustrating thing for me. That's maybe that's why it's sticking in my head so much. Okay, uh, biggest winner tonight. Fine, I'll take it. Tyler Sagan, two goals. He's amazing. He's almost the goal leader for the stars. I mean, this is this again. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh anyway, uh I'm gonna it didn't work. I'm gonna take Marchment for purely for yeah. that play in, in neutral zone, knocks the guy off, takes it, puts it between the dude's legs, dance around him, passes it over to Sagan for the dunk of a goal. My boy is dirty. I'm gonna give mine to Matt Duchesne. Cause oh wait, the second line. I mean, the first line. I mean, the best second, line. I mean, the the, the, the line. Matt, Matt Duchesne line. was really good tonight. He was responsible for two of the goals, and uh, the first two goals in the game tonight for the Stars, and uh, he continues to be one of the Stars' best forwards. So, um, before we wrap up, I got two things. First things first. Congratulations to Jake Ottinger, which was, I don't want to say it's unsurprising but a little bit surprising that he was named to the uh, NHL all-star team. So he is right now the stars lone representative going to the all-star game in Toronto. And the uh, second thing we want to say hi to our aunt Lucy in San Antonio, who is watching us uh, from there. Uh, I, we kind of wish that this was a, a better game and we were more happy and energetic and stuff like that, but it was a frustrating game for us to watch aunt Lucy. So we love you and uh, we hope you're doing, uh, doing well. Anything else, guys? No. <laughs> I hate zebras. I hate zebras. I hate zebras. Agreed. Along with Chris and along with James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening, and we'll see you guys again when the Stars take on Nashville and the